Um, like, you know how people are like, oh, makeup can boost your confidence. I mean, it does, but that's not the number one factor. You know, there's a lot of things that contribute to your self-esteem. Mm. It could be how you were brought up, how you, I don't know, there's just yeah, too many people around you to your link to your self-confidence. So I, th- I don't really only blame the beauty industry. But, yeah. Yeah, exa- that's a very good point, you know, like... Yeah, at the same time, it's not the beauty industry that's only the bad guy, you know? If we... If other things aren't working towards making sure that we are growing up healthily, mm-hmm. then obviously, like, the bad part of an industry or whatever is going to get to us first because it's so mm-hmm. easily to be manipulated. Yeah. Welcome to the second episode of the Woman, Asian and Bloody Immigrant podcast. My name is Kamaria and I'm your host. This episode is about makeup, beauty industry and self-esteem. And I'm joined by two of my best friends, Sandy and Pooja, to talk about it. Feel free to comment in the comment section or reach out to us on our social media pages. I really hope you enjoy our conversation. Anyways, um, I know Pooja from primary school for 14 years, right? 14 years strong. 14 years strong. And I know Pooja. I can't say the B word, so I can't say it. Yeah, and I know Sandy since yesterday. What? Yeah, wow. Thank you so much. Yeah. I feel so <laughs> nice. You should feel blessed, Cami. Like Sandy saw you like on the streets begging for someone to be on your podcast. <laughs> and Sandy picked Sandy picked Camaria mm. off the streets, you know. That's not she how saw I was Camaria, like pulling a sign up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, but how long do we know each other? Since form three? Yeah, yeah, so probably six, seven years. Well, I mean, like... Oh, six, seven years. We saw Sandy, like, when we were in Form 1. But yeah, we yes. Until we were, like... Form but y'all two. didn't talk to me. But you didn't talk to us first, so... <laughs> Ikra was y'all were, like, big over-enthusiastic like, to be our I friend. can't be like, oh, hi there. Yeah, we can't be fake like that, so... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sandy, uh, I had... I invited you for this part, like this episode first, because you're like, actually, both you and Pooja are making like, me feel re- so included. Yeah, Pooja, be quiet for a minute. Sorry. <laughs> both you and Pooja are like really into makeup stuff, but you actually studied makeup in for like higher diploma. Yeah, I studied for like two years. So it was not just like normal, like daily makeup. It was more like stage makeup or like mm. special effect. It was like mixture of everything. Mm. So two years was not enough, but yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I studied for, I think, not even two years. I think one and a half year. One and a half years. Did you enjoy yeah. it? It was fun. It was great, but it was not enough. Like I said, I would want to, uh, I would want the course to be at least three years. It would be nice. Okay. Are you, do you have like future plans to go back into like makeup business and stuff? 
definitely yes, but not sure when because I'm still trying to find my path. Mm. Like uh, this year, I'm just doing my other stupid jobs <laughs> that I don't really like love. But I mean, I don't mind it. So I'm just doing some other stuff. The girl right needs now. the cash. She needs yeah. the dollars. You need the moolah, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I have Pooja here because. Because Sandy wanted someone else with her because she felt <laughs> she felt scared of Tammy. True, true. She was scared story. of this homeless girl, lying. so <laughs> she wanted her, a girl that would. I feel like her. Sandy. I feel like she's just here to roast me. That's the only I reason know. she That's agreed. That's my life purpose, dude. <laughs> to roast you for life. This podcast is gonna be good because it's gonna be roasted. Gonna be filled with roast chicken. Okay, well. I, I hope your dad doesn't hate me after this. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Who's I don't think... no longer your friend? <laughs> I think now. I think my whole family will really enjoy this podcast because you're roasting me. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yes, go. <laughs> okay, can we? Anyways, the reason I chose this topic, like makeup beauty and self-esteem is that for a long time like I like personally I just started wearing makeup since I like started working this new job at a restaurant and to be honest I feel like the reason I got this job is because I was wearing makeup during the interview because before that I had like dozens of interviews where I had no makeup and the reactions and the interactions I got were strange at best Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but now even like normal interactions like my day-to-day in my day-to-day life they're very different to how I used to have them without makeup on do you get what I'm saying yeah that's why like for so long I was like I'm never gonna wear makeup because I like my face as it is as at, at its natural self but now I have to ma- wear makeup because this society, it doesn't allow, like, especially women to, like, just be themselves and achieve something without this layer of altering our physical appearance. I feel like I'm just blabbering, but hopefully you understand yeah. what I'm trying to say. But mm, you guys... I get it. I asked you guys, like, like, do you think... Like, what did I ask you guys? Does makeup, like, increase confidence or something like that? You guys were like, yes, makeup increases confidence or something like that. So I was like, that's two opposite way of seeing th- uh, uh, this topic. So I was like, let's have a discussion on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Do you guys like wear makeup every day? Yeah, I wear it every day to work. Mm. Yeah, anytime I go out, I do have something on my face. Yeah, like at home, I just have moisturizer on. But when I'm out, at least I have to have my eyebrows on because your girl got none. Girl, at home, I don't even wash my face or put moisturizer. I'm just crusty ass with all my eye boogers and stuff like that. Like who who even like cries hard when they're staying at home? No, not me. Okay. And I complain okay. about my face looking disgusting, but in turn, it's my fault. It's always been me. <laughs> but yeah, true. Like whenever I go out, I do wear like makeup and just like Sandy said, it's at least eyebrows. 
because mm. I've got none, yeah. as you can see right now. It kind of frames your face. It's more of a like it's something you can't really change much. Like eyebrows, you can't grow a lot if you want it, right? It's just mm. you're born with it. When did you guys start wearing makeup, like the first time? You mean the first time someone did my makeup or some... I did like it. you yourself? Mm, I think I was eight. Eight? Dang, girl. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. But then it's not like I, I put on makeup from eight until now. But <laughs> no, but like no, no, but I like... Saying. I mean, like, like regularly, like, okay, now I'm going to wear makeup, like, with my outfit and every, everything. Like, when did uh, that start? Like, I used to do it when I was eight or nine, and then I stopped for a while. And then, like... Can I... Sorry. My teenager... Mm, Can you specifically ask why you started doing your makeup from eight to nine? Like, were you, like, wearing question. it outside? Sorry, I'm, 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 I'm quite curious myself, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Carry on. Okay. You can ask questions. It's like, it was like something, it was nothing to do with my confidence because at that time I was very confident. Mm, like, as a, uh, yeah. I was a sassy little girl, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, like there was nothing uh, related to that, but then I liked doing makeup at that time as well. It was something mm-hmm. where I could spend time for myself. Yeah. Like, I didn't think of it that way when I was younger, right? But then, now that I think of it, like, I like doing those stuff, so I just did it. Mm. But then later, it was more of a, oh, I want to look good for someone else, kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. So it changes progressively, but now it's different. Mm. <clears throat> now it's your turn to talk, Pooja. Oh, okay, I didn't know it was my turn. No, you keep butting in. I'm so sorry. When did I butt in? <laughs> Um, well, I, but like I, when I, like I first started to like notice certain features about myself that that like wasn't there that other people had, especially like first starting with my eyebrows because I've got such sparse eyebrows. I never really noticed that until in like 2014 or 15 when like eyebrows started to become all the thing. Like on Instagram, everyone was just like eyebrows and fleek and stuff. And before then, I just didn't know that that thing really existed. Like, I, I was, like, fine with all my peers and stuff. But then when I started to notice, like, this trend was going on, I was like, wow, what is that? And then I obviously, like, looked at it. I wasn't, like, that affected by it. But then I first started using an eyebrow pencil when I was in Form 5, so when I was, like, 16, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then that time, though, I just looked really freaking weird, so I just didn't want to continue doing it, so I didn't do it. Until I graduated secondary school and I was like, okay, I'm going to start doing makeup, you know, yeah, like that. So it wasn't until after I graduated secondary school that I started getting into makeup more. So if you can remember before and after wearing makeup, did your perceptions about your looks change? Like you just um, said, you know, before... You mean now or before? <clears throat> like before, how, when you looked at your face, how did you feel? And now that you wear makeup... Ago? I don't know, when did you start wearing makeup? At? <laughs> when she was eight. <laughs> I'm sorry, eight is quite far away, so... No, not eight, not eight. <laughs> Let's say when you started wearing, like... Regularly Like wearing. cautiously think about makeup in terms of making your face look like conventionally pretty 
I think when I was in secondary five or six, I started doing my eyebrows. And then um, I was doing them very lightly because we, we were not allowed to do yeah. any type of makeup yeah. in our Which secondary school. Which I actually school. really like. I think that really <laughs> helped with self-confidence. Yes. Because yes. no yeah. one was allowed to anyway, so uh-huh. everyone just yeah. looked trashy. Oh, oh, over here in the UK, over here in the UK, 12-year-old girls wear makeup like they're going to like some party yeah. or something. It's scary, you know. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Yeah, and I think at that time it was like really like I really didn't like how my eyebrows were like it's like oh my god why are they so far apart from each other? <laughs> why do like, they not like exist? Cousins, <laughs> and I'm like why? So I just wanted to make them a bit uh, closer and darker, so I just did that, and mm. that was like more natural. Like I didn't do like a full on snatched eyebrows like uh, with a high arch and stuff like that. Mm. But now I mean. I like to do them very dark and oh. I can see that. <laughs> and it's looking on flink. Thank you. Thank you. My girl came a long way. <laughs> Started but, from sparse eyebrows. No. Now yeah. we're here. What you Pooja? I mean like like I said, you know, like in secondary school in Hong Kong, like we are not allowed to wear makeup in school and stuff. So like before I started wearing makeup, I was already like dealing with so much like acne and oily skin and redness. So I was just used to it by then. Like I was used to looking like having my skin have all these weird stuff. And then I think not only that, like like after I graduated secondary school for some reason my skin started clearing up a bit. Mm. So it's the stress yeah. for some reason. That went away. What? <laughs> what? You started going to twenties, like out yeah. of the puberty stage. But then again, like even adults have acne, and I, yeah, I do like, have acne uh, right now too. Yeah, but, me too. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think before I started wearing makeup, I was already at a pretty good place with how I looked in general. So after I started doing my makeup, like I just, you know, it was just enhanced like some of the things that I wanted mm. to appear was there and I liked it I, I don't think there was a definite like before and after makeup stage in my life because I was already fine with my face before and now that I'm doing makeup and stuff like it never really changed like I'm still happy with myself yeah, yeah. so like in general what's your relationship with makeup like the process the products your interest in it all that is it like a huge part of your life or just like just you know how clothes are you just wear them you just wear some some days you wear it nicely some days you're not yeah it's similar I mean, some days I want to look like full glam queen, but sometimes I just want to look like a trash bag. So it really depends which, (laughs) (laughs) like where I'm going for, like, um, like sometimes I just do full face of makeup, but that's very rare because it takes a long time and dedication. But then if I'm just doing my eyebrows, it's like everyday thing. So, yeah. Mm. I mean, for me, makeup is, like, really therapeutic. Mm. It's, like, whenever I put on makeup, like, it's that time, like, that specific time that I have to myself where I just look at my face and I'm like, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. And then slowly I see how it's changing from 
looking a bit tired and grumpy to looking a bit more refreshed. So I like looking, I like seeing the transformation and I like having that time to myself where I'm just doing something to my face and not because I want to like impress someone or anything. It's just, I feel good doing that. And afterwards, like I feel good about myself too. Like, you know, I look at myself in the mirror afterwards and I'm like, yes, this is how I want others to see me. And I like it, you know? Yeah. I relate to that. Your like, confidence. Yeah. Uh, the, like my relationship with makeup is similar to Pooja's like therapeutic. And then I like the end result and all that. But will you guys walk out, like go to college or go to work without makeup ever? I definitely wouldn't. I, I'm going to be honest. I would definitely wouldn't because yeah. I'm so used to at least seeing eyebrows. Mm. on my face you know mm. and I just yeah like same like at least I would do is my eyebrows like rest I'm fine yeah. I can walk out with my full acne I don't care like uh-huh. even on daily basis I never cover my acne because I have pretty severe acne marks and like blackhead everything I just let it be but if it's my eyebrows then it gotta be Guys, there it gotta sorry. frame my face I know this is like an audio you thing that the audience will listen to but if you guys can see our eyebrows right now you wouldn't see eyebrows mate there is no eyebrows it's so sparse so you like the audience will agree that at least i need to do my brows because honey there ain't no. no but see at the start you said the whole eyebrow trend started in 2014 yeah. and i can like vividly remember like on instagram eyebrows were everything and they still are mm-hmm. like from thin eyebrows bushy eyebrows became the trend mm-hmm. you know everyone started you know noticing asian and arab girls with thick eyebrows mm-hmm. but that's like let's go deeper and that's like kind of my point isn't that trends are what makes us um self-cautious about our face and some things that we want to change isn't that true um to a certain extent it is it is um this is very hard to answer to be honest because what you're saying is right but then it's like you can't help it. You're just like (laughs) you want to do those makeup like it's so trendy right now like it feels yeah, I think it kind of makes like the norm normal. No, no, the norm to be weird because we, whenever I don't have my eyebrows, I just feel like something is missing because mm. it's supposed to be the other way around, right? Like, uh, like with my normal eyebrows, I should feel okay. But then with my normal eyebrows, I'm like, something is missing. So I should put something on, you know, mm. I don't know how to say it in a good yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Pooja. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about it. I'm just thinking about okay. how, how to answer. It's kind of hard to explain, okay. really. This part is hard. Yeah. Like makeup styles and trends, they change <clears throat> all the time. And mm-hmm. so that means makeup changes all the time and, and looks like uh, acceptable, conventionally beautiful looks change all the time. So should our, but like, the way I see it is our confidence in ourselves, in our natural looks, should be constant and permanent. But makeup is not permanent. That's what I'm saying. That's the problem. Basically, that's the problem I have with makeup and beauty trends. And that's why I, I get a bit hesitant 
with wearing makeup and and making it a habit for myself. Silence. This is so hard. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's it's a bit deep. Right. <laughs> so. <Yeah. clears throat> so you have a problem with makeup that keeps changing, and I mean, you not wanting to conform. I have a problem with beauty trends changing. Like so for example, I have bushy eyebrows. Mm-hmm. What if tomorrow bushy eyebrows are out of the trend and like thin slick eyebrows are the new trend? People are going to notice my eyebrows and say, "Oh my god, you have bushy eyebrows. You should do this, you should do that." That you know like how I usually like you get comments about your natural look that doesn't conform with conventional beauty and people mm-hmm. tell you to change it. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, the beauty trends it kind of depends on you. Like, yeah. you have the choice to keep <clears throat> it or <throat> change it. You know, <clears throat> like if uh, if suddenly the thin eyebrows are the trend, <clears throat> and people are telling you to be like, oh, why do you have such bushy eyebrows? Like, you should have thin <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> Then you won't suddenly go out out of your way and shave your eyebrows, right? Like, <clears throat> it really for me, it's like how. Like, how sh- how should I say it? <laughs> Take your time. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut these like I'm gonna cut these like silent yeah. portions anyway. Mm. I mean, to be fair, though, to I feel be like further, I went deep, deep too quick. To be fair, yeah. I feel like um like Jamie mentioned like. Back in 2015, when the eyebrow trend happened and stuff, if that didn't happen, then maybe right now I would be different too. Like I wouldn't be like, "Oh, I have to do my eyebrows to look good" or something like that. Mm. Oh, yeah, But then at the same time, mm. but at the same time, I feel like you know I'm always surprised about how you know I've grown up to still have an healthy outlook on all these kind of really damaging trends that's going on in life right now you know even the beauty industry and the like how a woman's body looks like with kim kardashian with her hourglass hourglass figure and stuff and i'm still you know i'm still like like i'm kind of surprised that you know i like most of the people i know like you guys and stuff like we haven't really been so brainwashed into thinking that we have to look like that mm. so i i feel like you know even though these trends you know a lot of times they can be toxic and stuff like in the end like i am grateful because i'm surrounded by people like you guys who also have a healthy outlook who also support like we support each other and stuff that prevents us from falling deep into the rabbit hole of thinking that you know this particular trend is going on we have to follow like we are not followers you know we challenge each other like why would that be like that so mm-hmm. i feel like even though these trends are changing and stuff because because we are surrounded by people you know that has a healthy outlook you know i feel like that keeps us grounded from that prevents us from falling into the traps of the beauty industry and feeling like mm-hmm. we are not conforming to their expectations i don't know what i just said no you said like <laughs> yeah. that's perfect but then the question comes up what if like yeah. 
like yeah because obviously see, not everyone see, is privileged yeah, like not us. everyone is privileged privileged like that to have a good mm-hmm. group of people around them yeah. and the the uh, through this majority of people don't have a group good group of people around them who are confident mm-hmm. and who are who challenge each other to be the best self like if, if i look at around around myself i look at teenagers like teenage girls like i i don't think they are you know being mm-hmm. protected from the the toxic beauty industry i call it toxic because i don't think it's yeah. very healthy and nowadays instagram so, so uh, snapchat facebook billboards you know youtube ads before videos everywhere you see you have cosmetic um uh advertisement all these beauty mm-hmm. gurus everyone has their own lines and everything it's everywhere you know so it's it's kind of hard to not fall down that rabbit hole like mm-hmm. you say mm-hmm. yeah i think um i agree with what pooja said actually because um for me beauty industry is not the reason why i tried to change the way i look mm-hmm. it was more because of people around me like i was very um my self confidence was very low when i was uh i think 13 until 16 17 i was like very <laughs> shy and i wouldn't i wouldn't want to be around people but then um it was not because like these beauty industries are like telling me oh you have to look like this you have to look like that it was people around me people who are close to me who are telling me oh you don't have this you don't have that you have to look a certain way you have to be a certain way you know like i think for me personally it's it's not the beauty industry that's that has affected me more than like uh, my own people mm. Mm. Yeah. but it's it's all like uh, even for me like a lot of the comments i get on my physical appearance is from people around me but then where do they get that you know that notion that you have to change you have to look a certain way they cautiously or subconsciously subconsciously i i'm going to say they consume that idea from cosmetic industry mm-hmm. and then come to us the people who are cautious about the things that they consume and tell them oh you look this way you have to change it because this is the acceptable way like for example brown skin like it's so natural like i can't change that about myself but you still have people commenting on it and saying use fair and lovely cream and this company that makes fair and lovely cream yeah. unilever they also own dove the dove company that shampoo company Yeah. So on one hand they are making fair and lovely cream telling women to you know lighten their skin on the other hand they're making all these emotional ads telling women that you are perfect the way you are. So you know, the way I see it the beauty industry is it's a messed up place and it's really affecting the way we see beauty and the way we see mm-hmm. ourselves. It's a very complicated issue. It's just fault to do the rich people mm-hmm. you know benefiting off of our insecurities mm. because in the, at the end of the day they're they're not thinking about us they're just thinking about making a lot of more money and exactly. if they know that mm-hmm. these individuals have these insecurities but the fact is that there's this rising of us consumers being aware of you know like all these lies that they're spewing and us starting to like 
accept our body, but they still know that there's like the small factor of people that are so insecure. So mm. they are like obviously profiting off of like the two different divisions of ones who are still insecure about their stuff, while the others who are becoming more confident. So like you said, you know that man, whoever that guy owns Dove and Fair and Lovely, you know, mm. he doesn't care about us or anything. He just cares about getting rich, and he knows that there are two different types of consumers that mm-hmm. one is confident one's not confident so you're just making some profit out of that mm. so at the end of the day they're not thinking about wanting to make us feel this way or that they're just thinking about making themselves richer literally conclusion free market capitalism <laughs> is bad <laughs> i feel like nowadays we, we just can come, agree with that i feel like nowadays we just come into this whole conclusion that in the end it's just these freaking rich people that the end who just at the top who just wants to be rich like they just don't have any care for consumers like exactly. every every industry that you look at like it's just the same like we're like we would think that oh this beauty industry it, it does have all these like you know deep-rooted like freaked up things going on <laughs> but if you look at all the industries everywhere it's the, the same it's just the top guy wanting to be rich and that's it and us consumers being like blinded by all yeah. the new things that's coming out. Yeah. This just took a whole 180 change. Yeah. Okay. Shall we move on? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Sure. You were going to say something. Oh, I was going to say like the only difference is that before like the beauty industry would try to change us. But mm-hmm. now the beauty industry is kind of trying to in- encourage us and be like, oh, be the way you are. You are perfect yeah. the way you are. You know, they're trying That's to profiting. sell us by, yeah, like uh, by complimenting us. But before yeah. it was like, oh, you don't have this. Yeah, they're changing their mark. They're changing their marketing Mm -hmm. campaign. That that's that's very hilarious to me. Mm -hmm. I saw this Max Mm -hmm. Factor ad that said, you know, be your best self, something like that. You know, basically like self um, body positivity campaign using that angle, but then they're like saying, you know, like enlarge your eyebrows, uh, eyelashes, and you'll be your true self like that's the <laughs> they, obviously they still have flaws in them because not everyone's gonna have like eurocentric features yeah like even now in mainstream like beauty industry i don't see my eye shape or like exactly you know, like big face or puffy face or something another, like that. yeah that's another thing like i mean it, like sparse eyebrows and short eyelashes that, that's mm-hmm. like uh, East Asian, South Asian kind of... Uh, Even in like East natural... Asian, South Asian beauty industry, you don't see those. You don't see those because yeah. the entire beauty industry is so like Eurocentric, like e- European yeah. um, looks. And that like dates back to slipping colonized, colonization mm-hmm. and Western imperialism and all that. That's way too deep for this podcast. Anyways. <laughs> We're just digging even more deeper holes. We're just yeah, like that's, trying to find a solution, but we're like, okay, we keep okay, digging. let's keep digging, keep digging. Anyways, next, I'll just move the uh, conversation. Sandy's water gulp is so loud. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you good. that. Thank you. Uh, so, do men and women have the same standards and ex- expectations to look? presentable and conventionally good-looking? Not the same, 
but both have certain degree of uh, pressure to look good. But I think I think the similarity stops at them having taken a shower and having combed their hair. <laughs> and stuff. That's it. That, yeah, yeah, that, that's, my, that's my that's my um po- like what I wanted to say is that is the bar of trying to look good the same for men and women because like Pooja said for I feel like for men at a certain point it stops like in like way below the middle and for me women it's like way off like off the roof you know but at the end of the do you think that like at the end of the day like like women are in the end trying to impress men like not like actually trying to impress men because the thing is like if you look like if you like look at those ig comments and stuff like that if a woman wears like natural-ish makeup to no makeup then you know these people are like oh my gosh she's not even trying hard oh my god why like what is she doing up but then if she wears like a nice full glam or something they're like oh what a whole makeup or something like that mm. all these terms Terms are so like degrade. How do you pronounce that? What degradery or something? De- Degradatory, de- degradatory. De- which one? Are, I think you're mixing up two different words. Degradatory. No. De- Can I? Yeah. One's derogatory. One's yeah. derogatory, yeah. and one is degrading. You're mixing them too. You're a degradatory. <laughs> I hate myself. Degradatory. I can't. <laughs> Like these terms are so like the, the terms you used to describe a woman who's done her makeup or who hasn't done their makeup is so man-made, like actually male. Man-made. I mean, you know? who who owns the biggest beauty yeah. industry? Probably some right? white man. No, if you Google, like you. <laughs> Sorry, that's usually true. Okay. <laughs> no, but that's yeah. That's mainly true. But that's like a lot of like I, when I was researching this for this podcast, like there were some like academic essays. They were too long, so I didn't read all of them. But like I saw a few points where they said that a lot of the way that women uh, like focus on their beauty, it's all. Uh, geared towards looking good for men and if they don't look that way men don't like uh-huh. you know give them attention or whatever to be honest like in real life when you listen like when you focus on men's perception of women do you really think that they're going to be nice or be decent toward a woman who's not wearing makeup and who's not like to them attractive I'm like sorry I've seen, but I, I've I'm seen sorry instances. but the last man I talked to was <laughs> your uncle yeah or my cousin <laughs> no <laughs> I'm sorry my love life is really sad oh my god <laughs> okay from my experience yeah like usually if I'm meeting someone for the first time uh, a guy okay it's like, I will do my makeup. Like, I feel like if you go natural, you know, they are like, oh, I love natural beauty. Oh, they don't. They like natural makeup. Like, there is a mm-hmm. difference. Like, mm-hmm. they don't see it. Like, if I go with full glam, then they will be like, oh, okay, she's wearing makeup. But if I go with, like, natural makeup, they can't even see. So, 
it's like they don't know much like even if i go with gold shadows and stuff he's not gonna be like oh sandy your gold shadow is popping like, <laughs> whoa, right? it's like they won't know like i look good for myself you know mm. i look good so that i can pass by a mirror and check out myself check out yeah. my ass you know like i want to look, <laughs> look at myself sorry cammy's dad sorry it's not yeah. okay yeah. so not pg <laughs> Okay, skip. <laughs> Let's just beep that one out. Beep the ass. Wait, Sandy. So when you go on dates and stuff, does the guy put in any effort though? Like, what do you see the guys doing? Like, they usually? dress nice. Mm-hmm. Like they they at least put some effort in looking good and smelling good. At least, like, please smell good. Like, <laughs> the all I want is like, please smell good. Like. I don't want to just be smelling like trash. No, like, I guys, just want but, you to. But guys, I mean, ladies, I'm, my. <laughs> you can call me anything. My my point yes. is, my point is, when you look at men dressing up, it's like, like they don't change. They don't put they don't chemical. Anything. They don't put chemical substance on their face, right? They don't. Because yeah, the thing wax is, their eyebrows. They, do, they don't do all they those become things. Gay. If they do, they're gay. <laughs> no, but no, 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 but, I'm not saying. Sorry, wait, wait, wait. I'm not saying that they're gays. Like people who put on makeup is gay. I'm just saying, like one time we had a discussion in college about like toxic masculinity, mm. and we were just talking about all this stuff. And I was like, oh, you know, there are some guys who wear makeup and stuff. And this other guy was like, yeah, because they're gay and stuff. That's the thing. Like, it's but, just not socially acceptable for these men to wear makeup. No, but see, it's just so they, sad. They, but when a guy does something that's considered feminine, yeah, it's consider it's gay. Yeah. So just makeup that. and beauty and spending all this time, money, and effort on into your physical appearance is something that women are expected to, yeah. expected to do. Mm-hmm. in society and if men do that then you know they're gay like that's what i'm saying like it's it's like it's a concrete expectation yeah. from a woman to do all this just to look in men's eyes acceptable which is so messed up and i hate it like I mean, in hong kong especially you can't yeah. see like the posters of those ma- uh, makeup brands being a guy like the models are usually women mm. so it's just people are not used to it they don't want to change stuff they have been seeing you know like they have been seeing uh, female um models on these brands and then they don't want suddenly a guy wearing makeup on those banners you know or those posters but in i think u.s it's more common yeah uh, to be fair you know little korean idols too like k-pop yeah. those men they've been doing makeup which looks really cool yeah and Sad. a lot of like people don't think about this but you know to be fair towards the opposite gender a lot of celebrity male celebrities when we see them on red carpets and like in public they wear, wear makeup. makeup yeah mm-hmm. yeah Definitely. but it's so natural that people don't think they're wearing makeup yeah but they're, they're male celebrities I'm talking about like everyday normal people you know like mm-hmm. I just I'm just jealous of the fact that 
they just get to wear nice clothes and just work with what they have naturally. I think it's birth. the fact that these people, like, I don't know who I'm referring as these people, but I just want to say these people. They just naturally assume that guys are born perfect. That's why they're not so, like expected not, to do anything to their feet. Not, not saying that not they are perfect, perfect but just but like, like they're fine they're as like, they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then women, we aren't born perfect or whatever in their no, own No, we have opinion. to be molded so, in a certain yeah. way. Whatever I think way society put, puts more pressure on us. Like mm-hmm. all these... Um, magazines and everything like telling you to look a certain way it like you don't want to be pressured by it <clears throat> but then you still somehow because no because you don't want to be pressured by it but if you if you're not then you won't get the job you want you won't get the guy you want you won't get you won't get far in life that's that's how this society is built oh yeah talking about jobs okay uh, Someone <laughs> someone once asked me, okay, there is like two girls with same qualification, like everything is same, okay? Mm. But one is like one came to the interview with makeup, one didn't come with uh with one didn't come with makeup, one went came with makeup. Okay. okay. Yeah, we got that, we got that. Which one would you hire? Like tell me. <clears throat> Both have same qualification. Both came on the same day. If you're asking me, oh my god! So, well, obviously, <sighs> no, no. See, you're saying it's like, a hard question. No, girl. no, 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 no. You're saying, listen, you're saying uh, they have the same qualifications and their physical. One is wearing no makeup, the other is wearing makeup. Then I'm going to judge. Like I'm not going to look at their physical appearance. They have the same qualifications, and then the next step is to have a chat with them and see how they yeah. how they talk. But if you if you ask someone else, like obviously if you actively ask someone like face to face this question they'll say i'm they'll answer the way that i just answered but subconsciously everyone will choose the one with makeup because that's how society is built you have and not just that um it depends on what kind of job you're hiring her for Mm -hmm. so if she has to be around people she Mm -hmm. has to be out there like example retail or a Anything that um, requires her to talk to customers. She just, she just mentioned her job. What? Retail. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. No, I, just, I don't care how you look. We do yeah, like some others. Like, it just happens. It's just human yeah. nature. We just judge. Yeah, but I feel like we're going round and round is that it's human nature to, to judge someone by the looks, but then the looks are judged by the larger beauty industry and the larger uh, societal like conventional beauty standards conventional beauty standards change all the time so the way we judge people also changes all the time definitely i'm not gonna remain a seven-year-old by my whole life oh my god <laughs> i'm sorry i was just thinking and then i when sandy was talking about you know, like the makeup and no makeup thingy and the different job requirements and stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember a few months. Yeah. Natural self and being taken seriously without wear, having to wear makeup. Yeah. I'm just I looking agree. at the question again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's so hard to say it. Obviously, it is. Like, like it's so freaking obvious that it is in terms of us women accepting our own features and stuff. But at the same time, I'm just like, although, you know, the beauty industry has given us all these toxic thoughts, like all these toxic expectations. At the same time, like, at the same time, I'm just like, you know, if someone wants to do a full glam and beat, I'm like, you go, girl. Like, because these people are having so much fun. Yeah, it's fun to see and it's really creative. It's artistic, yeah. you know. But, so going off on that, yeah. what what do you want to change about the beauty industry as it is and how we perceive makeup and beauty and self-esteem? Hmm. There's so many things to change about the beauty industry. For me, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what yet. Just kidding. Because <laughs> you said I did no research for this. <laughs> but... I think, um, like, you know how people are like, oh, makeup can boost your confidence. I mean, it does, but that's not the number one of how you, I don't know, this just yeah, too many people around you to your yeah, link to your self-confidence. So I, th- I don't really only blame the beauty industry. But yeah, yeah, exactly. that's a very good point. You know, like a lot of young girls, that's the problem I have with this young generation is that they're putting too much time on how they look and their physical appearance and they don't and like the beauty industry is telling them that you know this is how you boost your confidence but no this is one way another way is to be around good people and focus your energy in you know your education and your good hobbies and all that you know like a whole a holistic way of building self-esteem it's a whole structure we learned that in school remember Pooja the whole self-esteem triangle we did (laughs) in liberal studies man I do remember the whole thingy that triangle I remember the triangle yeah Yeah, you remember the triangle right she doesn't listen in class you do I'm sorry that they were teaching in Cantonese (laughs) and I'm Nepalese and I don't know any Cantonese No, but I do. I I know that. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like in the end, like we shouldn't just be like the beauty industry. Like makeup is the evil guy, you know. Mm. No, makeup is not. It's the yeah. It's the industry, and it, see. But at the same again, time, again, back to the point. Capitalism ruins everything. Yeah, at the same time, it's not the beauty industry that's only the bad guy, you know. If we, if other things aren't working towards making sure that we are growing up healthily. Mm. And obviously, like, the bad part of an industry or whatever is going to get to us first because it's so Mm. easily to be manipulated. Yeah. By all this propaganda, you know? Yeah, cancel Barbie. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Okay. (laughs) Barbie with, like, a normal body shape. Yeah, normal body shape and... But what's the thing? What's a normal body shape? Yeah, there's no normal body shape. There's like loads of different oh, yeah, body shapes. Yeah, they came out with that, right? 
Like they mm-hmm. came out with like darker Barbie. They tried to do a lot of things. The Barbie, it's like look at Barbie. Oh my God! They brought they brought a a, a Barbie with a normal with air quotes uh, body shape, and then they brought a a Barbie with a dark skin, and that's like that's the bare minimum of progressiveness, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, they bought. I think that's they the thing. A Barbie with the because short now like. Mm. They know that we are starting to be aware and that we want change. So they're making profit out of that now. Yeah, see, even, just... even when they try to be different or try to be progressive, at the end of the day, they just want to keep, like, reel us in and keep a, like, a hold on us as consumers. True. I don't think sure. we ever answered the question about what we want to change about the beauty industry. There's a lot of things to do. That's a I know. big question. So, a lot of things and i think i think my answer would be uh i lost track of my thought uh, um i don't know like yeah so i think you know what it's it should start from the beginning like we should literally just the change big bang. it's a very big it's a very big like uh th- um how should i say like a big process a long process but yeah but um the way i see it is we should like you know how they say you know we should stop like um focusing all these barbie barbie dolls and all these uh, old disney princesses stories and everything stop targeting these things to young girls because then do you get what I mean? Like boys, they have cartoons, they have action figures, they have sports, they have science, maths, you know, computer games, so many different interests and hobbies. What do girls have? Barbie, Disney princesses. Cooking show. Cooking, no, cooking show. games. Oh, yeah. You know, the certain... Pots. Household stuff. Yeah, certain things. So Wife should, material. Yeah, we should, we should start from that, you know. We should focus on young girls telling them that you can put on makeup and you can look pretty but only for yourself and with that you should also focus on your education and on other hobbies and interests like make yourself fully happy you know don't just find happiness in how you look because you're never going to find happiness that way you're only going to find happiness in things that you know fulfill you and your abilities and skills if that makes sense that I think it's great that a lot of Asian countries don't, like, they don't allow their students to wear makeup and stuff. Yeah, see, like, that, like earlier on we said, here in the UK, girls, like, to secondary school, they, they're wearing makeup and they're going to school. You know, so from a young age, they're already, like, you know, especially in the, in the, in the very dangerous time when girls, you know, they get self-conscious about their appearance, that's when they start putting on makeup and and mm-hmm. and and feeding into that toxic. Um, how do you say? What mentality? Yeah, toxic mentality that you know you put on more makeup, put on, you know invest more time and effort into how you look to feel confident when when in actuality that's not how you feel confident at that age especially 
should we con- should we conclude this really interesting have podcast? we said any have we talked about everything yes we have actually like a lot Thanks, of things son. a lot of the uh, some of the questions like, did we cover some of the questions i skipped cuz we basically talked about it in the beginning you know how about would you rather live in a world with makeup or without <laughs> yeah would you i don't think so i'm just like after i know there is this thing <laughs> i wouldn't honey yeah i mean like fun. like like you said it's it's fun <laughs> it's artistic it it brings a lot of joy like it's just it's not makeup that specifically that that's a bad guy should, yeah that's a bad guy it's how it's being used you know just too many deep rooted i can't live problems yeah without makeup Sorry, what was that, Sandy? So, I was saying, yeah, even, like, I can't live without makeup because it's something where I express myself. Like, mm-hmm. it's one mm-hmm. of those things where I'm like, oh, I can do this today, I can do that tomorrow. Like, I can change it around, you know? I can try new things. Like, you know, I like trying new products. I like to act like those beauty gurus. Hi, guys, today I'm going to be using this concealer. Same like, girl. I like doing those in front yeah. of the mirror, you know? Like, I, I love being a fake YouTuber. Like, <laughs> yes, I love it. Let's have a YouTube channel. I know, girl. Definitely. <laughs> okay. So, makeup is good. Yeah. Beauty industry at the moment is bad. Kind of. Yes, it's toxic. It's toxic. It's so hard. It's like, I feel makeup like makeup itself is I don't know like before when I was like young like 12 or something like 13 or something like mm-hmm. I would see like YouTubers putting on makeup for this, it always felt like as if they were putting on makeup for the sake of like looking good for others and stuff there there's always been that but I feel like recently there has been a shift in like the people who do their makeup online like mm-hmm. they have been just like promoting the fact that they're not wearing makeup because they want to change they want to look good for someone but they're wearing it for fun for creative mm-hmm. reasons and mm-hmm. for just looking good for themselves and i kind of like that you know there's kind of like a slight disclaimer message, that you know yeah. that the, the the good the good shift is that people are now being kind of aware. Yeah, aware. cautious, aware, cautious about how they consume the things that they're consuming. Yeah, on TV, on YouTube, you know, everywhere. Even in like social media and stuff. Whenever I read like, you know, women especially who comment about makeup and stuff, they're all just like, you know, like, like we aren't doing this for other people. We're not mm-hmm. doing it for men's approval. We're doing it yes. for ourselves. That's another shift that's happening. Is you know, they're not women. Uh, most women not most like women are starting to wear makeup for themselves yeah. and they're starting to find fulfilling for themselves not yeah. to um get approvals from someone else for mm. someone else you know yeah yeah but then uh, talking about uh, youtube uh, the industry like beauty industry before it was less toxic but yeah definitely like, yeah there's way more drama now like before when i was watching bubs beauty or like Michelle Phan like they were like so chill like those were like the chill youtubers you want to watch all the without any drama maybe they had some inside drama but there was nothing where they 
made it so public, anything like that. Like it was chill. But now it's like, everything has to be on that. Everything needs to be like a receipt. Like everything needs to be out there, you know? Yeah. Back to my first episode of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hint, hint. If you haven't checked it out already. <laughs> little promotion be sure to check it out guys sure to not miss out the first episode <laughs> if you're not if you haven't even watched the first episode then why why the hell are you here <laughs> thank you thank you for that really good Don't <laughs> no i'm get gonna get very bad no but seriously what are you doing here if you haven't listened to the first episode yeah get out of here girl guys don't you be faker. offended by these girls like I'm no it's only puja <laughs> But they don't no, know who Pooja is. Agreeing. Pooja Guru. Kelly is also agreeing. She's like, this is all Pooja. Who's Pooja for them? Could be anyone. What is this behavior, Pooja? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I kicked it by mistake. I'm sorry. Okay, can we you conclude this podcast? Mistake, yeah? I need to conclude this and then it? leave. Do you want it? You're asking for it. it. We're done. Got it. Guys, get off my, my back. You <laughs> should keep this in the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like bloopers. Yeah. So guys, okay. after spinning round and round and round, we've come to the conclusion that we can't find a conclusion to this. <laughs> no, we it's did actually. Ending. We did actually. Like, just... Like, just shift your focus on how you use makeup in your life. Do it for yourself, not for others. And be cautious about how you consume the ads and the products from the beauty industry. It's so easy for us to say that, though. Yeah, so now now, now we're we're going to, like, try and, and, like, me, I'm going to try and teach my younger sister, you know, yeah. Like, do makeup for yourself, not to, like, not for other people. Sorry, listening to this, please, 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 please be involved in your child's life. I know it's hard, but you can do it. Schools and teachers and principals and whatever. I don't know what I should tell you. I hope you cancel this out because I don't know. You still have. Okay. Because they'll be like, oh my I don't God, this is like. I agree free, with like, you guys with this one. I'm not okay. 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 Let's just conclude. No, banning, banning this is makeup never... altogether in like schools and stuff, especially in like America or Europe or something like that. It'll be so like controversial for young teens. I feel like it's so easy. Like we just we studied our entire secondary school without it. I know, but that's the thing. We're used to it. These people have been used to it. this forever. You know, they've had you know like they've had their whole life to have a freedom to what they can wear on their face and what they can wear to school mm. and stuff. So if we just be like, oh, ban, ban makeup, they'll be like, yeah, easy said and done. That's not going to happen because there's going to be a lot of backlash. These people are going to be like, oh, it's like interfering with our freedom and stuff. Yeah. Because okay. obviously Americans, like white people, <laughs> I don't want to say white people, but like, you know, like, these people yeah. need a different. They have different culture, yeah, different way of living. Like us in Asia, like a lot of us, we are just all about like filial piety. Is that how you pronounce that word? I don't know. Just say family oriented yeah. or family oriented community. And, you know, you because if to be fair, like in Asian country, like if someone's wearing makeup at a young age, they're actually gonna get shamed, don't you think? Yeah, 
not sh- not really shape but like shape, but like, like what are you doing like not yeah. like you shouldn't be focusing on it's that it's not suitable it's it's yeah. just not suitable for yeah. young girls kids, you know yeah kids yeah okay, okay. that's it <laughs> for the podcast thank you guys so much for coming and talking thanks for inviting us yeah it was a lot of fun although i didn't know what i said the half the time <laughs> half of the time i was just confused trying to think of something but then i couldn't because it's like i did I no research for this so here i am i just did my research i know honestly every single like it's so this topic could go so deep you know yeah yeah mm. okay thank you for coming Bye. you're welcome thank you bye-bye Bye. If you enjoyed that conversation, please share the episode and the podcast on social media. You can follow us on our Twitter and Instagram at WABI Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and see you next episode.